Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. You're listening to The Work In. I'm your host, Erica Thomas, a certification collector and refugee from the Body Brand Nation, sharing 25 years of experience in the fitness industry to recruit and support the next generation of fitness professionals, coaches, and wellness educators. Join me and raise the standard of professionalism in the industry by bringing trauma-sensitive training to the health-conscious and health-curious alike. Let's get started with today's Work In. The Work In is brought to you today by Elemental Kinetics Online Resilience Studio. Chronic stress and trauma lives in the body. Ready or not, that puts creative fitness professionals front and center as the first line of defense and support for trauma recovery. Yet few get the training they need to help them navigate their own stress curve, let alone support for their clients. Elemental Kinetics offers personalized coaching and mentorship for fit pros so they can expand their professional scope, burnout-proof their business, and change the face of fitness through trauma-informed, class design for any format. Check it out at elementalkinetics.com. Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to The Work In. Today's episode is entitled Free Milk and a Cash Cow. And we're going to discuss how to leverage free without devaluing yourself or your business. I think one of the most challenging things to do in any wellness business is to price your services. How much is your time worth? What is the value of what it is that you're offering? Some of these things can feel so arbitrary. And then we're left with using the going rate in the industry. How much are other studios charging for similar services? What does the local big box gym charge for their unlimited membership or individual classes? And then there's all the free stuff that's available online, on YouTube, on Facebook, Instagram, and your local car dealership or health fair. How can you compete with free? Last week, Rebecca Sebastian and I discussed this quite a bit. So if you missed last week's episode, be sure to go back and take a listen. Rebecca is such an inspirational mentor in the yoga industry and Really, she has some amazing business tips. Today, I'd like to take a deeper dive into leveraging free and how to do it in ways that respect the value of what you do and protect and support the industry. How to leverage free 
without slipping into that mudslide of exploitation. Okay, so jump into the Wayback Machine with me. Imagine that you're new to the fitness industry. Maybe you are. You just got your certification, but you have very little, if any, experience teaching, coaching, leading a class. You have the knowledge and the piece of paper to prove it. You have the enthusiasm and you're filled with energy and excitement. We love those new instructors. But where do you start? How do you negotiate your pay for what you do when you have no experience behind you? Well, let's start by leveraging free in order to build your experience. For fresh green instructors, it can be really intimidating to get started here. But I'd like to share some best practice advice with you from someone who's been there in regards to free. You guessed it. It's me. Yours truly. All right. So here we go. Number one, if you have zero experience teaching, do yourself a favor and get some any way you can. The yoga teaching company called Yoga Fit requires level one instructors to compete eight hours of free teaching before they can release your certificate. I love this because it gives new instructors a no-pressure opportunity to practice, build confidence, and grow your client base at the same time. Even if you're not a yogi, you can do the same exact thing for yourself. Find a small group in your area and offer to teach what you teach for free for a very limited amount of time. Tell them that you're new and you're offering this to practice and you're doing it in exchange for their help, helping you become better at what you do. You might choose a group that's being underserved or from an organization that's close to your heart and you want to help anyway. In exchange, ask them to write about the experience and give you feedback. Number two, now update your resume or your CV with this experience And keep the contact information from those participants in case a future employer wants references. You might also want to continue to serve them as a way for you to give back to your community in some way. And we're going to talk about that more in a moment. But don't let it stop you from getting paid gigs. And number three, you can use that feedback as testimonials and share it on your website or social media pages assuming it's good, which of course it will be because you are rock star. Number four. Now we're going to take that experience and offer to sub everywhere. These days, there are a lot of ways to apply and get fitness jobs online. Back in the day, we used to just walk into places that we thought could use an instructor, or if you were like me, places where you were going to be working out anyway, and offer to teach. In my experience, that can be a better way to go in the fitness industry, and here's why. The culture in a wellness business is important, and maybe it's more important than what they pay. This is something that Rebecca touched on last week. The rapport that instructors have with clients and with each other can have a really big impact on your quality of life and the quality of your teaching. Wellness businesses aren't different from any other kind of business, and they are just 
as capable of becoming toxic work environments. Sadly, I learned this the hard way, but you won't know that until you get in there. And that culture will not be apparent on an Indeed offer. However, you can use subbing as a way to test the waters. Number five, no matter what your experience level is, or whether you're an independent contractor, an employee, or a solopreneur, you need to have a way to build your audience or potential client list. One way to do that is to offer some free thing that you do or provide that lets people get to know you and attracts your ideal client. In the online business world, we call that an opt-in, and it could be as simple as a PDF checklist, a book list, a bunch of recipes, maybe a how-to video or free class or your first class free or a webinar masterclass, anything like that. Anything that really speaks to your ideal client and is very, very helpful to them and that is really easy for you. Don't turn yourself inside out to create some perfect thing. Make the thing that speaks to you and then speak your truth. While technically it's going to be free to them, you are getting something for it. And that something is potentially really valuable. Their email. Many people build their potential client list this way. A couple of tips here. First, make sure your opt-in lines up with your business and what it is you sell or what it is you offer or what it is you teach. If you don't talk about nutrition, then there's no point in putting out free recipes. Make sure it's worth your time commitment. So try to keep it short, ideally an hour or less with Q&A, because time is money. And choose something that's really valuable to your client. And you might not know what that is right off the bat, but think about what they ask you for. What are the things that they ask all the time? This might take some testing to find out what works best for you, but it's totally worth it and it's great marketing. Now let's shift gears a little bit and talk about working for free in exchange for exposure or to make a name for yourself. And I'm quoting Rebecca Sebastian here. No, it doesn't work like that or something to that effect. I got news for y'all. You can't pay the bills with exposure. We just can't. How many times have you seen a business do a health fair and offer free chair massages or a free yoga class or other fitness class, or have trainers available to do free health assessments. Maybe you've participated in them yourself, thinking that it would be great exposure for you, and maybe you could pick up clients or whatever. Listen, unless you are an employee getting paid to be there, or you're the one collecting that contact information at those fairs, you are being exploited. You're building someone else's business. This happens all the time in the fitness industry, and it's going to continue until we wake up and do our homework around money and value and take the blinders off when it comes to being a grown-up in the business world. A wise mentor of mine from Givers University told me recently that I'm not running a trauma business. I'm running a business, and trauma release is one of my products. And he's absolutely right. Wellness entrepreneurs have a sticky relationship with the business side of things because we want to help people 
And wouldn't it be great if we could pay our bills with the warm, fuzzy feelings we get by changing someone's life? I'm not saying you should never give things for free. I'm saying that you need to do it with intention and fully aware of the cost reward that's attached to it. Make it work for you. For example, if I offer a free grace and grit class once a month and I get one to three paying clients every month, that's totally worth it. If I offer a free grace and grit class and never tell anyone about other ways to work with me or where I teach is completely inaccessible to the general public, that is a total waste of my time from a business standpoint. From a philanthropic standpoint, that's another story. So I want to address that for a moment. Many of us in wellness have a heart for a particular cause. And even if you don't want to be a nonprofit business, you can still set your business up so that you can support that cause and still be profitable. You can do it by setting aside funds for scholarships or providing services to those organizations that are near and dear to your heart. But you can't do it if you're broke. And you can't do it if you go out of business. The world can't afford to lose what you offer. So become a shameless self-promoter. Become your best advertiser, your best marketer. Practice in the mirror. Tell everyone you know. Recruit friends and family to introduce you around. Use your network. It's not shameful or conceited to tell people who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. It's just business, and we're in it too. There's a place for free, but don't get stuck there. You deserve to get paid for your work. Next week, we're going to sit down with Kim Basler, CanFit Pro's Fitness Instructor of the Year, to discuss more about money, getting paid, and finding balance to avoid burnout in the industry we love. Thanks so much for joining me today. And if you like what you heard and you want to learn more about how you can be unshakable body, mind, and business this year, go to elementalkinetics.com and check out my upcoming retreat. The Well is an inclusive immersion weekend for serious fit pros who want to burn out proof their body and jumpstart their business. Head over to elementalkinetics.com forward slash the Well Network Shop. All the details are there. It's super affordable and packed with added value. I hope to meet you there. Take care, everybody.